I'm my own biggest fan, Don Ferlazzo. And I'm hanging on for the wild one, Caitlin Kay. And this, this is, is Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. This is the podcast that takes a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of classic TV and radio jingles. And today is no exception. Indeed, and I'm really pumped that we're back, Caitlin. A bit of a hiatus, but uh, I understand you've been up to some uh, interesting doings, specifically last weekend. Yes, uh, adventure was in my nature because I went to the Catskill Game Farm. So you went to the old Catskill Game Farm, like the the new inn at the old Catskill Game Farm, is that? The new inn at the old Catskill Game Farm, it's called the Long Neck Inn. And as we Googled when we did the jingle episode, you can now stay there. And they turned the, uh, the giraffe house into an inn. And then they just sort of let you wander about the old decaying Catskill game farm. How bad is like how much has the earth like reclaimed this game farm at this point? Is it is it like scary? Like you can't step on anything made of wood or what's it like? You can step on whatever you want. <laughs> and this this was a, my birthday surprise. So I didn't read like whatever sort of disclaimer uh, we had to sign to stay here. But they let you wander up and down stairs and into like rusty tetanus filled old places. And there's all kinds of you can step on whatever you want. The earth has generally reclaimed much of the Catskill game farm. Is there mold and moss growing everywhere? Or there's is mold. Mud? There's moss. There's mud. Only M uh, words. <laughs> things have filled with water. Uh, there's no real signs anywhere. If I remember correctly, you were worried that maybe there might be dead animals all around. Like they never moved the animals. They just like left them in the cages and there would have been standing like horse skeletons in their stalls. There probably is somewhere, I'm betting, a graveyard where like the animals uh, went night night and they're buried somewhere in the woods. It's very beautiful. Like it's in the Catskills. So you can like hike and walk around and the, the paths, the paved paths are still there. Um... And there's there's really no modern map so that you can download a copy of the old uh, Catskill Game Farm map and sort of like guess where things were. Uh, but it's it's mainly being reclaimed by nature. And some of it is very, very grim. Like there there's just like a cage marked cats <laughs> that just had like an old tire hanging from a chain and like animals were in here or like it said rhinos. And it's just basically like a concrete pit i'm like that's where they kept animals were in these concrete pits. <laughs> is there an arrow that said like executions this way <laughs> <laughs> the yes the the final the final journey <laughs> of the game farm but yeah you can walk around i think it's like tetanus at your own risk uh-huh. but you can pretty much wander anywhere i would not take small children okay because it's funny because your your husband ryan invited us to bring the children up for your your weekend i don't know if he told you this he was like, hey, we're going to go to the Catskill Game Farm. Caitlin has no idea. Do you guys want to come? And we were like, yeah. And then we kind of realized, like, eh, you know, it's hard to bring kids long distances. And, you know, maybe we don't want them falling into a, a cesspool of God knows what is, you know, inside the dolphin pen. <laughs> yeah, it is. You should not maybe bring. You'd want to because you're like, oh, it's exploring. It's the woods. It's the kids. But you'd be like, no, don't step off the path. You hold my hand when we're here because there's. <laughs> I don't know. There's like old metal and glass everywhere. And before it was, um, I guess they made the inn. Like local kids had been there. There's like 
I think it was in the hippo house. There's a class of 99 spray painted on stuff. Uh, so it's not great for small children. It is, you can take some excellent pictures there. It's very interesting. It's cool to explore because you can pretty much climb and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably dangerous. Well, how are the uh, camping? Did you camp or did you stay in the inn? No, we stayed at the inn. Okay. The I, was, I was wondering if you guys were going to full-blown glamp. We walked to the glamping site just because I wanted to see it. Um, and Ryan told me that the glamping was not significantly less expensive than the actual inn. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to, like, poop in a bucket, <laughs> which is what you would have to do. At that doesn't sound like glamping. I feel it like this wasn't... should have been a real toilet situation if you're glamping. It was straight up cook camping. <laughs> uh, there was a bucket toilet. No, there Oh, you mean like an outhouse? No, I mean... What's a, a bucket toilet? It's a... This is important. Our listeners need to know. This is why they tune in. The bucket toilet, it's like they've made a box and there's a hole in it that you put your butt on and underneath the box, like, uh, I don't know if you... BYOB? Yeah, like you Bring your own bucket? I think they, prov- they provide the B, but uh, you can like move the bucket out of the tent if you want or you can keep it in the tent if you want. And there is... They give you like a shower curtain... Like, if you're shy for doing it in the tent, you can pull up the curtain and, like, poop in oh, the so tent. Oh, so this was in your tent. I was picturing this, like, off to the side of your... No. There's no, like, glamping compound. It was a tent in the woods, and I think there's one or two other tents in the woods. And it's a platform tent. Mm-hmm. And there is, like, a bed bed. But you know, it's a, there's no electricity. There's there's a fire pit, and there's a poop bucket. The bu- that's really throwing me off because I go to a New York State campground and they have proper toilet Fantastic. facilities around and stuff. But, you know, I mean, these I know I'm sure the owners of the current game farm had little to work with. You know, they didn't have the facilities that a New York State funded campground has. They said, hey, Indeed. let's set up a glamping uh, site here and let's work with mm-hmm. what we got, which is probably a surplus of buckets used to either feed animals or take their excrement away. So th- these are probably original buckets. Heritage buckets. Yeah, well, I, it still sounds amazing. I it mean, was You should, you collective listeners, should go to the Catskill Game Farm if you are able to. The inn is fantastic. There's five rooms. Uh, they're really, they didn't utilize the jingle anywhere, and I really thought they would because the jingle is iconic. Mm-hmm. But there's all like the signs for the animal house, and there's, there's a, if you go to the concession stand, you can still see it says like Pepsi, 50 cents. I think I saw it, Ryan, um, they posted some pictures online, and I got to yes. poke through those. I think they changed, the weekend we were there was the last weekend you could get one room, uh, and now they're going to like a rent the whole inn type of structure hmm. you can't just go there as a couple now i want to back up a little bit because you mentioned that they bit. did not utilize the iconic jingle which we have reviewed on this show prior nowhere if you were in charge how would you have implemented the use of this jingle in somebody's stay how how possibly do you envision this having been utilized properly number one i know that phone calls are waning however my answering machine or on hold music should a vendor call should anyone call would be the jingle okay that makes sense so people hear it there do we know for a fact they don't do that i want to say yes because i called them once and i never heard it but i was also not on hold so hard to say i guess i can either confirm nor deny that they actually do not use the jingle uh 
I'm picturing like a toilet flush situation that plays the jingle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like it flushes, just goes, adventure is in our nature. <laughs> what? Where else could they use a jingle? Um, you know, sometimes when you turn on the TV at a hotel and you, you get like the hotel station and they're like, dur, 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 the spa and uh, mm-hmm. Come to time. the business center. Yes. For all your dot matrix printing needs. They could play that mm-hmm. over the uh, welcome screen for the TV. I bet you they have like an old school PA system. Like it's a giant pole with that megaphone style speaker on top oh yes yes yes. okay they could have piped it through there just when you first walked in the gate this is why you should have gone because on several occasions i'm like this looks like lost do you remember like like, the dharma initiative yes when they're like in the polar bear like old polar bear zoo this is what i was hoping you would say and i'm glad you brought this up and there are like uh several locations poles with like a a quad of old timey speakers Mm -hmm. just around it that's perfect that's, it feels very post But that's a missed opportunity because I bet you those still work. Mm-hmm. And um, all we needed was a little electricity, uh, ideally uh, a copy of, of that jingle on vinyl spinning from Desmond's uh, Hatch mm-hmm. <laughs> record player. <laughs> you know, just playing, uh, not Mama Cass Elliott, but instead playing the Catsco Game Farm jingle. It would have been perfect. Push the button. Not Penny's boat. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to play your own kind of music. Mm-hmm. Love that. I love that opening scene of uh, season two of Lost. Indeed. With Desmond in the bunker. In the the hatch. Why am I calling it the bunker? It's Mm -hmm. the hatch. We finally find out who's in the hatch. Well, you guys, if you want to hear more about our thoughts on Lost in seasons two through six, um, you know, tune into our (laughs) other podcast. Lost in space. Lost in (laughs) space. But for now, parting thoughts on uh, on your trip to the Casco Game Farm. Anything else you want to add? Uh, super great. It was a huge surprise. Uh, I did not know we were going until we pulled up Game Farm Road. Mm-hmm. And then I got very What did you think? Excited. Ryan, did you, like, let's go in the car for a drive. And you're like, why is there like a bunch of luggage? I knew I was go- I was having a surprise trip because I had to take the day off. And uh, as recently poor new homeowners, I knew it was not going to be very far. <laughs> uh, so I figured it was somewhere in the general area. But I did not guess. Last question. Did you get any souvenirs? They don't sell anything there. They don't sell anything? Nothing. Did you pick, you didn't pick up like a, a bear's tooth or something like that in the bear pen? Not, not a bear's tooth. Not nothing. There was nothing. They really haven't, I think it's very, very new. They have not branded really the Long Neck Inn mm-hmm. at Catskill Game Farm very well. But parting thoughts was that you can still see signs that are pointing you to the different animals and the jingle was exactly right because there are buffaloes they're in the know mm-hmm. and there's a sign that says two llama and deer oh nice ask any ask llama, any llama or, or deer. deer oh that's really great well glad you got to enjoy that well what we're already it? like 11 minutes into this episode so and we haven't spoken anything about um you know mm-hmm. the the jingle that we're going to profile today. So let's get into it. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the jingle for Enchanted Forest Water Water Safari. Safari. And that is uh, in Old Forge, New York, Mm -hmm. which is very near, it's like adjacent to Lake George. Is that accurate? Is it close? I think so. I always pictured it in Lake George. And when I saw the, I watched the jingle on YouTube, you know, uh, in preparation for this, it says in Old Forge, New York. I'm like, I always thought it was Lake George. Um, I really always viewed this as a competitor to Waterslide World, which is another uh, water park in the Lake George area that we've previously talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I just kind of figured like, oh, they're right down the road from each other. They must hate each other. Waterside World is the best. I've never been to Enchanted Forest Water Safari. I haven't either. I was very surprised when I did my <laughs> research about how much bigger and seemingly better <laughs> Enchanted Forest Water Safari is. Are they, they are still around. Oh, yes. They're Correct. thriving. You know, like almost marine land big. Not, not that big, but like mm-hmm. that's how much they are thriving where you're like, wow, like they've They've got a budget. They've got a big, beautiful park. Um, I was, I was kind of shocked. But let's. How about we get into the history of it right now, and then we can get into the Tell song itself. Tell me about Water Safari. So, Enchanted Forest Water Safari opened in 1956. Mm-hmm. Um, it was under the name Enchanted Forest of the Adirondacks. Richard Cohen uh, opened it up. He was a hardware store owner and also on the uh, commissioner of the Adirondack Authority. I guess he was in charge of um, helping like the Gore and the Whiteface Mountains generate business. And I'm not sure if he opened this park to kind of create like a family friendly uh, adjacent business or not, but he, you know, had multiple roles. And so he opened up this 35 acre park. He had connections. Um, or was it a 30 acre park? 35 acre park with 30 employees, if I got it right. One that's, per acre. That's impressive, though. 1956 and you come right out, you know, the gate running with 30 employees on day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was impressed. Um, admission was a dollar for adults, 25 cents for kids, which at the time was very reasonable, mm-hmm. considered reasonable, probably somewhat expensive. But um, the initial focus of the park, it seems, according to their website's history um, or the history on their website, I should say was woodworking so the wood of the adirondacks and so you could go in and watch the wood go into the mill and then they really create wood products in front of you um they had that in combination with like a mechanical train and some kind of like story time village houses for the kids and then they started doing um like circus style shows with daredevils or or entertainers and and some petting zoo style stuff um pardon me so that was 19 56. Uh, Richard Cohen, again, was the original owner. Um, flash forward to 1977, and they've added some attractions. Nothing water park yet. But the, maybe the kids weren't loving the woodworking as much as maybe we, not. we thought they were. Yeah, maybe not. But they were adding some attractions. Um, they were starting to add acreage to the park. And then in 1977, it was sold to the Noonan family. I don't know uh, Mr. or Mrs. Noonan's first names. Um, but that's when it really started to expand. They started adding more and more attractions, getting bigger. Um, finally, in 1984, they add their first water attraction called Wild Waters. Is their first, I think it was a dual set of water slides. Sounds wild. Um, and that was really popular. So in 1988, they expand even more and they start to add a bunch of water attractions and they rebrand the whole place enchanted forest water safari so that's where we get the current name 1988 Mm -hmm. uh 19 let's see 1992 is when we check in with this jingle we're really familiar with i don't know if it originated then but it's the version on YouTube that I found is Enchanted Forest Water Safari Commercial 1992. The earliest version. Earliest version I found. And it seems that they have used it ever since. You haven't found any like modern versions where they've I found modern. Revamped. I found modern commercials that use just the tag. Um, so you're going to hear Enchanted Forest Water Safari when the fun never stops. Like that part they use. Mm-hmm. So they keep that. But in 1992 is the full version that we found. So I would say it's, it's probably considered timeless given that they're still using it. I wouldn't be surprised if it actually dates all the way back to 1988 when they really went all in on the water park. Um, something else that's cool, in 19, I think it was 68, I didn't write this down, so I'm going off memory. Um, they added an arch, like a white arch to the 
entrance of this park. Like Jurassic Park? Uh, kind of. Uh, I like to envision it more like the St. Louis Arch. Okay. Um, but it's one of, I think, like 12 arches that were utilized in the uh, 1964 World's Fair in New York City. Mm-hmm. And it, the, I guess they got distributed, I believe, all around New York. And then okay. they got one. And it's still there. So you can be like, oh, that's from the World's Fair of 1964. And it's you know a prominent cool. feature of the uh, entrance of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1999, they really go uh, to continue to add on more water slides. Um, 2002, Wild Waters, which is, again, the first one that they had, um, has been retired, and they replaced it with, uh, I think, one or two other attractions. Mm-hmm. And they've even added, I think, three new attractions this past year. Um, so, you know, very impressive. They continue to uh, to thrive. I, you can watch their updated commercials on YouTube. Um, from what I've seen on their website and on YouTube, like I said, I always had this misconception that Waterslide World was the cool one, and then this one was the one that was a wannabe. Mm-hmm. Um, seemingly not the case. This was the one with the budget, with uh, the tons more rides. It's up to I think sixty acres now. Um, it's just it's it's not just water slides and water attractions like lazy rivers and and rapid rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got bumper cars. They got the sky rides. They have some classic things like Ferris wheels. Um, they even have their own campground. And then 2005, uh, 2006, they celebrated their 50th anniversary. So, you know, they're going strong, which is really impressive. Oh, well, you know, one is one is open and one is closed. Well, I mean, we remember the unfortunate tale of Waterside World where it was mm-hmm. a husband and wife duo who were running things. And the husband, mm-hmm. unfortunately, passed away. The, the wife unable to continue the business. So, you know, who knows how much longer it could have gone on if they ever found uh, successors to their business. But but yeah. The trajectory was Waterside World kind of hit a plateau. Water Safari continued to grow. And that rhymes. So you can put that in a jingle <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, send that to your client. I've come a long way from woodworking. I had, again, like you, have never been to Enchanted Forest Water Safari. And I think I thought it was for littler kids, maybe. Because mm-hmm. they sort of leaned into the, as you will hear, goofy animal sounds they do but i mean catskill game farm did too but i guess that was for kids yeah i kind of that's what i thought was like catskill game farm but make it water i mean it it struck a chord it seems Mm -hmm. to have outlasted uh other water parks it's now new york state's largest water park really by the way um i don't know if water slide world lost that title or ever had it i I could have done some research i can't remember if they ever were the largest or not i remember catskill game farm was like new york state's or maybe even America's first private zoo. Mm-hmm. That rings a bell. But, um, you know, somebody can go back and check my work and hit us up on uh, Twitter or, well, we don't have a Twitter, but j- hit us up on uh, the Facebook page. And the email that we gave to you in an, an episode, which is welcome to the jingle pod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You can tell we haven't done this in a while, everybody, but we're back at it. We're so happy to be back. <laughs> Before we hit the jingle, though, I do want to talk about. Three incidents, incidences, oh incidents. I this is my favorite part. I can't that wait. have happened at the park. They're all recent. This, yes. according to Wikipedia, um, and they're all very different. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the most recent, which is very recent and probably the most tragic, uh, for sure. Uh, July eighteenth, twenty twenty one. A twenty three year uh, twenty three year old female suffered a fatal asthma attack leading to cardiac arrest. Oh, geez. Well, that's not fun. I told you it was tragic. After climbing an incline and riding a water slide, so she must have had an asthma attack, having climbed this oh, giant, you know, uh, pathway up to the slide, rode it down, and then, you know, suffered a, 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 cardiac, a, a cardiac 
how do you say it? Uh, cardiac, cardiac cardiac event. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, so yeah, and that was very recent, only a few months ago. So our condolences uh, no. to that family. Um, but that seems to be the only um, death resulting from uh, from this park, as opposed to Action Park, New Jersey, which you know there are documentaries about everybody getting hurt or dying. I love that documentary. Yeah, what's that on HBO Max still? I think so. I I know that it's, it's super tragic. Uh, and that was very- a roller coaster of emotions. That documentary and very sad for anyone who has uh, been injured i think i told an injury story about a water park or uh, killed however i like a park tragedy story uh <laughs> but i i typically prefer them that like the park caused the death I mean, is somebody having an asthma attack on a water slide? It's not their fault. No, it's not their fault. I want to hear, uh, what's it, the Schlitterbahn? Like the kid that got decapitated? I don't know. It, it maybe this... happened oh, twice. Is, it... is this recent where they like closed down that park? Relatively recent, in the 2000s. So stop me if I've told this story on this podcast before. Um, but I used to work in... And television production mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I was in a, I was what was called a writer's PA, a writer's production assistant. So I was in the writer's room, but I was not a writer on the show. I was there mm-hmm. to help the writers with whatever they needed. Assistant to the regional manager. It may as well have been, yes. but it was even lower on the mm-hmm. totem pole. Um, and so my job was like to buy them lunch or take notes for them, or not buy them lunch, but go get their lunch, take notes for them, get coffee for them, print scripts and hand them out, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And I was working on a show. It was a Jerry Bruckheimer show called Justice. It was on Fox. And it was supposed to be like a cool CSI, but at a law firm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, so we, by we, I mean the, the writers of the show would have to brainstorm all these ideas and they would rip a lot from the headlines um, about uh, coming up with like case ideas. Like, you know, hey, what are our superstar lawyers going to sue mm-hmm. for? Who are they, you know, they going to go after? And like I think episode two, which would have been the first episode after the pilot, which is when the series starts. So episode two, they were like, I think they were just calling it Roller Coaster. Um, and they made this episode, but not like this. And they're pitching it. They're like, all right, Don, you know, you're going to write up on the board and, and, and you'll write down all our ideas, what we do. And so they're brainstorming it. They're like, yeah, yeah. So the episode's going to open and uh, guys are going, uh, you know, a mother is going to get on a roller coaster with her daughter. And... Uh, they go through the roller coaster ride and everybody's screaming, having a good time. <laughs> and at the end of the ride, they pull back into like, like the station. No, they pull back into the station and like the daughter like realizes that there's like blood on her shoulder and she just looks down and like the mother's head is on her lap. <laughs> and like, and they're just, they're not really laughing about this. They're just giving me these notes and I'm just writing it down. And the whole time I'm thinking like, this show's going to get canceled immediately. Like you can't do this. And, I was sure that they were serious. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest thing is, is that that whole session ended and nobody said that they were not serious about that. And then later I'm talking to the writer's assistant who's like next level up above me. And I'm like, they, they're going to have that girl catch her mother's head in her lap and, you know, having gotten decapitated on the roller coaster. He's like, oh, no, they're not doing that. And like everything else about the episode was the same. They just didn't include the decapitated head. Mm-hmm. Um the episode exists somewhere out there. Again, it's called Justice. It was on Fox in like 2006, probably, five or six. That was, there have been several, I believe, cases of uh, roller coaster assisted decapitation. Okay. But one of that, I feel like it is 
a park called the Schlitterbahn, and it's known for really, really uh, scary roller coasters. Roller coaster heads love to go to this park, and I think recently a child was decapitated. Anyway, this is all to say that uh, I have sort of a gory interest in park deaths when it is a defect of the park that murders somebody in a dramatic way. But go go on. Okay, we had a very sad asthma attack. What are the others? Yes, we did, and it was sad. Um, now, the other two, again, in reverse order, um, on July 29th, 2017, police received a report of a couple having sex in their pickup truck in the parking lot of Water Safari. It happens. When police arrived, a 29-year-old, name withheld, attempted to flee the parking lot and assaulted an officer on apprehension, and then a 30-year-old male was apprehended with that incident. Uh, both were ticketed with public lewdness. Um, yeah. <laughs> so a, just a great spot to go and hook up with your lover in uh-huh. your uh, early 30s. you got to get away from mom and dad, but you're, you're still living at home. Much like a... Go to Water Safari. <laughs> The sexy nature we found in Waterslide World maybe came over to Enchanted Forest. <laughs> well, the fun never stops there. So maybe, you know, they wanted an elongated, um, yeah. you know. They hung on of... for the wild one. <laughs> for the cool for one. For the cool one. Wow, we're, we're sure referencing down. a, a, a jingle know. we haven't even played yet. Um, and then finally, the last Final incident, incident. Uh, also interesting just because they specify uh, the nature of their careers. Mm-hmm. On September 14th, 2013, a pair of volunteer firefighters um, were arrested for breaking into the park off-season, stealing food, damaging arcade games, uh, and an animated band. So there must have been like a robot rock of fire explosion. Yeah, rock of fire explosion, uh, as well as defecating on the floor. So these two volunteer firefighters, important to note this because, you know, they should otherwise be, Mm -hmm. you know, good quality people who would not do these things, did all this bad crap and then pooped on the floor on their way out the door. Floor, a little bit on the floor, a lot out the door. Well, you know, I, I have a theory here. They stole food, but they were doing this in the off season. So I think maybe they ate the food, which was spoiled. Mm hmm. Due to being off season. I was like, like, oh, my God, the bathrooms are locked. They had no choice. So Gotta really, be on the floor. So we cannot hold the defecation on the floor uh, against them, in my opinion. <laughs> Who hasn't gotten a little bit drug with your volunteer <laughs> firefighter pal, broke into an off-season uh, <laughs> safari water park, eaten expired hot dog, and then pooped on the floor? But I'm sure the, the conviction came when, mm-hmm. when the judge realized that they had damaged an animated band, like an animatronic Please. robot band, like Chuck E. Cheese's... <laughs> <laughs> like Monster Bunch or whatever they were called. There's like a victim statement and he was like... <laughs> rrr, 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 rrr. Now this is cited in uh, in uh, SN- or cnycentral.com, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it really did happen. I mean, this is crazy. I love it. Um, oh, and we even have names. But again, let's let's <laughs> let's keep the names let's withheld. Let's the names out of this. It's not our job to, you know... They've throw suffered enough. <laughs> They have. I'm sure there's a lot of shame. Out of respect for the families of the animated band, I don't think we should. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's really it with the history. Mm-hmm. That's it for the background. Do you want to hear this jingle? I'd love to. Please play it for me. Only 27 minutes in. We're doing great. Um, all right. So, without further ado, this is Enchanted Forest Water Safari uh, commercial from 1992. Here we go. The wind and water against your face. So much fun in just one place. Hang on for the wild one. Hang on for the cool one. Enchanted 
Enchanted Forest, Water Safari, Monkey Scream, mm-hmm. Where the Fun Never Stops. First thoughts. Uh, first thoughts are that uh, it's nice. It's nice and short. This one, this one is another one that's always with me. Enchanted Forest, Water Safari. You can't, you can't even say it without saying Water Safari. Yeah, and I love how that when they say Water Safari, mm-hmm. it's like minimum four part harmony with like some egregiously high harmony parts we are screaming at water safari the true stars of the jingle are are um the greek chorus of women who are like dancing you know <laughs> while i they was sing gonna this. say our safari friends okay. are uh elephant that the elephant the monkey scream i think there's like a a rar in there oh, yeah. at some point there's a definite rarage uh yeah the animals the animals make it safari yeah, having the animals in the song is one thing, but having them make their animal noise mm-hmm. like on the downbeat or on the beat of the measure is is next level stuff. And that means that it was there with a purpose. It wasn't, you know, like, hey, we wrote the jingle and here it is. And then for the TV commercial, since we're showing pictures of monkeys, let's throw a monkey scream in there. Like it is an instrument in the song. Mm-hmm. So to me, that that's uh, that's what makes it, them inseparable. You know, I see the monkey because I hear the monkey. So it doesn't matter if I saw it on TV or heard it on the radio. I, I got the same message. If you are watching it on YouTube like we just did, you will notice when the Safari friends come out to play, you'll do a quick zoomy cut in on the, like a fiberglass elephant. <laughs> and I think a fiberglass gorilla. Yeah, well, I, I like how the wind and water is in your face. Mm-hmm. That explains what's going on here. You're going fast. You're going fast, and you're getting wet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not sexy like Water Slide World. No, and maybe because it's more for kids, you know. That's what I thought. They keep the sex in the parking lot at mm-hmm. Enchanted Forest, <laughs> yes. Water Safari. Like, Take that out of the parking bang lot. Bang it out before you get in. No, Water Slide World, it's free for all. <laughs> Waterside World is where you go to. Mm-hmm. It's pi- uh, it's pineapple flags everywhere <laughs> in Waterside World. Uh, now pineapple flags. Let's 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 talk about that. No, we don't have to. No, we we will because you told me about pineapple flag and it's become something that I say now. Do you ever see them? All right. Well, let's back up. So there's a. I think I might have heard this on a on a radio show with like shock jocks. So this mm-hmm. is not my theory, but the what I've heard is that um, people who are swingers or are open to swinging will have a uh, that flag with the pineapple that says welcome above it Mm -hmm. um like somewhere on their property so other swingers can look and go hmm next time i see them out for a walk you know i've got a shot i don't know and uh and i told you this once you told me this i think you were like have you heard that thing about pineapple flags being swingers i'm like no (laughs) and uh i became fascinated with it and now i've do you in ever see them? In our household, I say like, eh, it's got some pineapple flag vibes. I mean like... <laughs> so you get that a lot? Slightly, like kind of slightly horny older couples. Or uh, now we see a pineapple flag, I always think about it. So even if it's not true, it's still kind of funny because those <laughs> flags are lame, but this makes them way more interesting. Do you like go to your parents' house for dinner and then like, you see a pineapple flag in the mailbox? You're like, mom, dad, take that down. Like... <laughs> We rather like it. I think it shows people we're friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcoming. 
Uh, now I, <laughs> yes, now I think about pineapple flag. Uh, are you a swinger? Uh, let us know at uh, Welcome to the Jingle Pod. Is the pineapple, all swingers, is the pineapple flag thing real or is it very offensive to you? How do you find other swingers? Do you just do it on the internet now? And you know, Listen, if you're shy about it, you don't have to identify yourself as a swinger. But if you know the answer, that's all mm-hmm. we need to know. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Tell us about the pineapple flag. If you want to talk more about swinging, join us on our other pod. <laughs> oh... Swing dancing. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, I'm not even sure how we got to this, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, I like the sound of the Greek chorus. Mm-hmm. I call it, you know, it, I just picture like several women singing and dancing with like bright, flashy sequence dresses, um, mm-hmm. horn section, you know, behind them. The song starts off like there's almost no intro. It's, I think it just goes in water in your face. Like mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, like this is exciting. Um, they. It's it's not a donut because they they sing the the verse, then they sing the chorus. Enchanted forest, water safari, bam, where the fun never stops. I played again. Then there's like a two second, you know, a couple more uh, animal sound effects, mm-hmm. and then they're right back at it. So they hit you twice with it, um, and it's good enough to be heard twice, in my opinion. Um, I think it's great. I, this is one that I love. Like you, I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never been to Enchanted Forest Water Safari. Again, I always viewed it as the little brother to Waterslide World, so I never requested a trip there, but mm-hmm. I regret it. Um, when it comes to jingles, Waterslide World is the king or the queen, you know, depending on uh, mm-hmm. what gender you want to uh, assign that particular song. But um, I think park-wise, I think this one's going to win. It's a it's if it short, hasn't already. It's sweet. Waterslide World is a song. Enchanted Forest Water Safari is a jingle. You think so? I think so. It's a full on. So- I've been thinking about this a lot. Like some jingles are, they're full on songs, and I'm thinking of one that we have coming up soon that is it's a full song, and then some of them are like quick, like little jingles that you sing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the. Enchanted Forest reminds me of like a pep band okay, kind of thing where you play like a very fast, very loud version of Thriller for like 20 seconds yeah. or a version or of like Mighty Mighty Moss Tones like never had to knock on wood. Like it doesn't matter. Like you know, your dynamic is just mm-hmm. forte, triple forte. And uh, we don't need you in tune. We're not going to tune up before this. <laughs> we only have 15 seconds while the old guy mops the sweat off the basketball court. Uh, <laughs> and then you got to stop. Um, yeah, but no, I really enjoy this one. I think it's memorable. They use it. They've used it from minimum 1992 mm-hmm. till today. Um, you know, because I did check some very recent ones and it's it's the same orchestration. It's everything. Um, unfortunately, the version of the full version of this song that we've, we're putting in the podcast that you would have heard, the quality's not great. It's clearly a VHS transfer, mm-hmm. um, you know, that might have been uploaded to YouTube in its early days. It's hard to say, but uh, um, the song stands the test of time. They're wisely keeping it. Um, I just wonder: is it of like the late '80s when they really did their major expansion, or did they really? debut this in 1992 it's hard to tell from listening to the the orchestration like what the genre of this song is Mm -hmm. is it late 80s or early 90s or is it just that weird four-year sweet spot where it could have gone either way because i think it might be that it is it is hard to tell and with most jingles it is very difficult to figure out who made this who sang it who created it who wrote it especially if you don't look into those things which i did not (laughs) 
That makes it incredibly hard to figure out all those details. I mean, even if you, you Google Enchanted Forest song, who sang? <laughs> Very few results come up. Is that how you talk to like a smart speaker? You're like, Alexa, Enchanted Forest song, who sang? And she's like, I'm sorry. I don't understand what you're talking about. Alexis, jingle, water safari, music, singer, find. The fact that you call her Alexis <laughs> is a dead giveaway that you do not have an Amazon Alexa or Amazon <laughs> Echo at home. <laughs> I'm just like speaking into a toaster. I'm like, Alexis, <laughs> Alexis, what? <laughs> Stupid. This isn't working. You like go to a car, you're like, Alexis. <laughs> Alexis, a- drive. A Honda. <laughs> a Kia. <laughs> Alexis. Just start shouting at car hood ornaments. Alexis, start car. Start car. A a Tesla. What is a pineapple flag and what does it mean? Okay, Alexis, navigate to pineapple flag. There are 49 pineapple flags in your vicinity. 48 are on your property. Would you like to go there now? No, Alexis. Did you mean edible arrangements <laughs> pineapple flag <laughs> oh, i'm enjoying this all right so um so anything you would change about this jingle um is it pretty much good to go i know you said that it kind of lives in your in your heart in your mind it does live in my heart uh, i was on a call with a co-worker who said oh i'm taking off taking off friday i'm gonna take my daughter to enchanted forest and i said what is a fire and uh he totally got me yeah I think I think the the hook of this song, you know, the Enchanted Forest Water Safari, mm-hmm. where the fun ever stops, is and it's funny you mentioned the bam bam, but I'll get mm-hmm. to that in a second. Um, I think that everybody knows that part. I have to admit, I did not remember the the verse of this song until I had until I looked it up. Wind and water in your face. Yeah, so much fun in just one place. Mm-hmm. I but I remember the hang on for the wild one, hang on for the cool one. I'm like, okay, I remember the kind of pre-chorus part. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Dun Duns, if you look on Wikipedia and it says their slogan, it says Enchanted Forest, Water Safari, where the fun never stops, Dun Dun. Does it say like Dun Law and Order? Dun Dun is dunk, dunk. like with stars at the end of it mm-hmm. or on, on either end of the Dun Dun and it's all in quotes. So the Dun Dun is part of the slogan per Wikipedia. It's it's Pavlov's Dun Dun. Like you can't have it with that. <laughs> dun Dun. And you know, once you hear it, you know the song is Dun mm-hmm. Dun. Uh, are we are we done uh, done? Uh, <laughs> I think we're done done with this particular episode. Unless you have anything else to add. No, uh, many stars would listen again. We'll probably never go. I would actually like to go, having seen uh, as much as I've Thank seen when kids. researching this. Yeah, I have kids now. That's a, mm-hmm. I didn't even think maybe they would like to come. It's your excuse. Um, no, so that'll be fun. But thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you want to check us out, we're on anywhere you can get a podcast, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, um, Tune in several others, Spotify podcast as well, maybe even Amazon podcast. I don't know. Try it. Facebook asked me if I wanted to post my podcast. I said yes. Search it on, fa- on the Facebook. Might, we might, we're definitely on Facebook, but is the podcast like, is there a part of Facebook where you can listen to podcasts? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg seems to think so because he keeps emailing me about it. Try it and you might find us there. Yeah. So check us out. You can email us at um, what, what, what's the name of uh, What Would Jesus Do? No. <laughs> <coughs> that'll make you cough um yeah. welcome to the jingle welcome pod to the jingle pod at gmail.com but right now let's preview our next episode caitlin i know it's one that uh is near and dear to your heart 
yeah, we're getting a little more adult. And we're going to talk about Genesee beer mm. next time. Genesee. It's for people like you. Genesee. <laughs> <laughs> the official beer of Forrest Gump. <laughs> Gump's HIV riddled girlfriend. Oh my god! We need to end this. We needed to end this podcast about twenty minutes uh-huh. ago, and it's not because of time uh, restraints. It's no. just subject matter, clearly. Um. So yeah. So next up, we're gonna do um Genesee beer, beer from where Rochester, right? From Rochester, and we're going all the way back to 1993 with two different logos. You won't. You did miss it. it. You said logo. We almost got through an entire episode without you calling a jingle a logo. And then at the very end, you said logo. <laughs> I was just thinking that in my head. Like, I came out of my body and I was listening to myself talk. I'm like, you go. Like, girl, you are saying jingle. You haven't messed up once. Listen to your words coming out of your mouth. All those words are jingle. <laughs> and then I finally said logo. You are blushing like a nun who just walked by a pineapple flag right now. Like, that is, that is how ashamed you are. Uh, well, until next time, I'm Don. And I'm Caitlin. And this has been Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. jingle.